Grease. reality i am here with as always my husband big Vito, and we have a very special guest with us this week we have the boss grandpa what's up us. what's up lagrasso's what's going on over there i had to have you come on to back to reality because my friend here needs a dose of reality yeah there's a there's a debate going on yeah. and I think yeah. you've heard about it. And I yes. think everybody heard about it. Yes. He says that he Vito LaGrasso got me a job at podcast one and you Vince Russo asked me who got you a job on podcast one. And I said, Vince Russo Vito says, no Vito got me a job on podcast well let's, let's hear you know listen noel let's be fair let's hear his side of the story uh let, let's hear what he's dreamed up in that little brain of his Should so let, let let's give him center stage let's hear this and then we'll pick it up from there because i'm a gentleman so yeah. you go okay mr lagrasso go ahead bro go ahead. all right so here it was once upon a time there was a man named vince russo and what I, what I, I die, bro? <laughs> What's uh, yeah, the I'm, yeah. right here. I'm sitting over here, bro. What You're was not even real, time? dude. You're a fairy tale. Once yeah, upon a time. I mean, you are, you are, you know, you are, you portray yourself as a grandpa and stuff. So as sounds through the uh, hourglass. Yeah. Oh, those are the nice. days Look of our shit. lives. Got all the gimmicks. Is this how, is this how you guys do on your show? You I let him talk. No, I let, let's let him talk. Let's let him talk. We have a bad problem. You go, you go right ahead. All right. So. When you said you didn't like to do wrestling shows anymore and you're trying to come up with some other ideas. Did you mean me or Vince doesn't Vince, or both? Vince. Okay. Okay. So Vince didn't like want to do wrestling. He said, I want to come up with something else. And you were talking about doing, talking about this reality show with me. And I said, hey, Vince, I said, why don't you do a reality show with my wife? You and the teen mom show. I says, and see how it goes. It says something different. You get to fill your schedule out. It's something you like to talk about. It's something other than wrestling. And then let's go. So you guys put the show together. You did a couple of YouTube. I came back to you and said, hey, Vince. I said, why don't you put this on podcast one? You said, I never really thought about putting it on podcast one. I says, Vince, if you put it on podcast one, it's a new kind of show that might catch fire since you're talking about reality TV. And if it grows on podcast one, I think you guys have got something. So you said, you know what? Maybe I'll do it. So then you went on that, uh, the day you tape on that Thursday. And then on Saturday it was on podcast one. And since then the show has grown and you guys are doing a fabulous job with it. You guys are doing better than what you expected. This has blown up bigger than what anybody thought. So when the uh, when the subject came up of who got you on podcast one, it was my idea to get the show on podcast one because both of you liked something that was different and wasn't wrestling. 
related. It's okay. real life. Very diplomatic. I like how you use okay. the word use. That was good. Noel, who who wants to cross-examine first, you or me? Uh, you're the guest, Mr. Russo, so please you're go the, ahead. You're, you're the princess, though. You're, and, and, two but things. you're the boss. But two things. You're the princess, and like I'm literally going to blow his story out of the water. So oh, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm I'll, gonna... I'll let you go first, I'm just in case there's a couple of stones unturned, and then you bring in the heavy artillery. Yeah, I wish I had suspenders for like cross examination. Yes. You know how like yes. like a Perry Mason deal, yes. but all I got is bra straps. So yes. we'll have to go with that. So, Mr. Lucrasso, you claim that you gave one Noah Harlow Lucrasso a job at Podcast One. Now, who is your connection at Podcast One that you got her the job? I mean, is it Steve Austin? Is it? I mean, like interesting. Interesting. Who's your connection? Oh, wait. Interesting. The connection is the person whose name is Vince Russo, who you never met or spoke to before until I came on the scene. Jealousy. And introduced you. Jealousy. Jealousy. Uh, so, Vince, you may not remember this, but we talked about this the other day. You worked for Cyberspace Wrestling Billy Firehawk in New Jersey, correct? Yes, correct. Yes. Do you realize that I met you then? It's really? Yeah, I did. I just, I, I don't have a and picture of us together, but I found a picture of me at the event the other day. This is pre-veto, pre-veto. Very pre-veto. Noah, have you, have you ever heard the story since we got veto? He, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to do this too for, hold on for a second. I got it. I'm going to, I'm going to use the, I'm going to cross examine veto with this. Like, <laughs> when it's, that's, when, that's perfect. When it's hit, when it's my turn, I'm putting this light on. Okay. That's no, perfect. no. Well, you ever hear this story? Okay. No, well, <laughs> after I left, after I survived WWE, I survived WCW after all that thing, I vowed I was never going to wrestle again. I was never going to have anything to do anything with wrestling again. Right. So mm-hmm. I had a in I there was an indie show Vito and I were both on, okay, and I was going to give my retirement speech, okay. Here's okay. the pro- here's the problem though, Vito was supposed to introduce me to give my retirement speech, okay. Well, okay. Vito's Vito's promo went about an hour and forty five minutes. So I, I, yeah, so I couldn't say anything because the people were starting to throw stuff in the ring. So Vito literally gave my retirement speech. Is that, hold on. Is that true? The lights on you, sir. Is that true? (sighs) Vince, I was there to protect you and they were throwing garbage at you. I was there, you know, speaking on your behalf because nobody really liked you after you left wrestling. So I was your buddy. I don't believe that for a second. I think that's a, that's a crock. It's the truth. Did you hear that from Dave that. Meltzer? I'm just thinking that might be a Meltzer. No, no, I didn't. Like, I'm not a. I don't hang out with those guys. I don't know. You're wearing another T-shirt for a, another oh, company. Yeah. Like, right, let's go. Let's go back to the prosecutor again. So far, you're right on the money. Right, right on. I the got money. him. I got. Okay, right. so so Mr. Lagrasso, you have zero context other than Mr. Russo at Podcast One. Am I correct to assume that? 
No. Well, that, well, that's I'm if you don't. That's if you don't include Mr. Boland. Are we including Mr. Boland as a contact? Are you including Mr. Boland as a contact? He's not in the role, Dexter. You guys don't make any. Contact all right. So, all right, So we've clarified. The princess has clarified. I was your only legitimate contact to podcast one. Right. Right. Okay. okay. So did I not, being myself as Noah Harlow Grasso, did I not? talk on the phone with Mr. Russo frequently about Teen Mom OG. That's after. No, I please answer the I question. I am answering the question. Answer the question. Answer the question. Answer the question at hand. That's after I spoke to Mr. Russo privately and said, talk to my wife about um, Teen Mom since you okay. guys like it. Now there's a flaw right there, Noel. He, he, there's a major flaw right there. Huge. Why would he say to me, "I'm going to talk to my wife about Teen Mom"? Because you both like it. That would have had to me meant that I told him I was a fan of Teen Mom. How the hell would that have ever come uh, up in conversation? You did tell me you were a How fan of Teen Mom. He has never even watched an episode, Vince. He, he, he didn't know Sarah. Hold on a second, guys. Oh, Vince, you did mention that you were watching this new stuff because you had to go. What new stuff? The show's been on for nine years. This, what new stuff? This, it's a decade but of teen you, moms. <laughs> Look at him. He's upset. You guys. Jelly. I'm not jelly. Believe me, I'm not jelly of your, you know, Sarah and the teen mom stuff. I'm not. Okay, now. Mr. LaGrasso, I understand that you are a Twitter follower of mine. Am I correct to assume that? Sometimes. Okay, on. sometimes you are. Now, when Mr. Russo said he no longer felt like reviewing wrestling shows because the WWE sucks, basically in that type of language, did not want Noel Harlow LaGrasso tweet underneath, hey, Vince, we should just do a show about teen moms. Am I not correct on that, Mr. LaGrasso? And I will also refer that question to Mr. Russo. That's because I gave you the idea. Go ahead. You gave me the idea of to, Teen Moms. I was doing a, a show mom with Vince to do oh. Teen Moms. Yeah. Yes, it can. Thank you. Okay, no. no. Now, Vince, do you remember that? And I said, we should do a show about Teen Moms. Then all of a sudden, Big Vito comes on and, and, and wants to get people a job. So you want a job at Podcast One. Right, right, right. I rest my case. Mr. Russo, he's all yours. Well, Mr. LaGrasso, it's a known fact. With all due respect, Mr. LaGrasso, it's a known fact. Uh, you you are currently involved in a uh, lawsuit with the WWE having something to do with head trauma. Am I correct? Is that yes. Mr. LaGrasso, answer the question. It's, it's, it's not a hard oh, question. Yes. No question. Okay, Mr. I said, yes. you have you have also told me uh, uh, that uh, a, a series of concussions have led to a loss of hearing. Is yeah. that, is that correct, Mr. Like, yes or no? I said yes. Very bad dreams. You wake up in sweat sometimes in the middle of the night. Very bad dreams. Yelling yeah. as well. Yelling okay, as so well. Mr. Lagrasso, based on your physical history in the ring with head trauma. Is it a possibility that maybe somewhere in that Rolodex in your mind, the cards got shuffled out of order along the way? Is that a possibility, Mr. LaGrasso? No, because I live with my wife. 
That's irrelevant. I call irrelevant. Irrelevant. Mr. LaGrasso, that has nothing to do with the case at hand, the matter at hand, Mr. LaGrasso. You had nothing to do with this. This was a conversation between... Now, Noel, I'll, I'll give you this. Let's give him this. This is what he was responsible for, okay? When he had Getting Color, which is his show, and I've said that, Getting Color is the Vito LaGrasso show. It's his show. Now, he did sneak you onto that show which allowed you and I to start forming a line of communication. And I believe it was that during correct. that time we both found out about our love for the Teen Mom franchise. Correct. That yeah, is so there, correct. there was an introduction, but really beyond that, I think I think Mr. LaGrasso was a bit confused. Yeah, I think he he's responsible for our friendship and yes. our yes. our um, love for Teen Mom and yes. things of that nature. Yes, yeah, we'll give him that. Yes, but however, the podcast one job that Mr. Lagrasso claims that he has given one Mrs. Lagrasso is not the case because one Mr. Vince Russo had given me that job. Thank you. After Thank I you. gave him the okay. Well, what are you? Settle down, Sammy the Bull. You're not giving okay to people to do business other places. Mr. Russo has had a show for quite a long time on Podcast One. Quite a long time on Podcast One. You were even a guest on his previous Podcast One shows before getting color. Am I right? Yes, you are. You're 100% correct. I believe I am. So you were a guest on a show, and that's good. Did you discuss any reality television shows or Teen Mom while you happened to be on that or show? Sarah. Or Sarah. Or Sarah, because she's right. apparently the only one. I was also of. a guest at his video store. Want to go there too? Well, no, I was. Um, I was a child in school when that occurred. No, so, <laughs> were you even in school when that occurred? We're talking nineteen. How old were you in nineteen ninety one? Oh my god! I was like in middle school. I think I might have been twelve or thirteen. Oh my god! Unbelievable. Yeah, I was young. I saw a very young Von Kruss take on a breath that hit my heart for the Intercontinental Title, and it was the first time I saw that lovely face at twelve years old. Are you serious? Yeah. And and you and, and you remember that? Mm hmm. Interesting. I have it on tape. I used to tape. I have like. Hundreds and hundreds of wrestling tapes. Her and her sister hated me because I was hated his guts. We used to go, ah, oh, it's the bald guy. <sighs> where did you where did you first meet Vito in an indie show? I met him at an indie show in New Jersey that I I think I met I think I met a honky talk man. Like they snuck me in and snuck me out as like a run-in surprise thing, but we didn't like it was like, oh hey, hey, doing what's up? But then we started talking. How well, how did it Facebook? I don't remember. I have head injuries. Oh, we're going to rely on the head injuries now. Noel, let's do what we always do. Let's you and I have this conversation. So yeah, we'll you, you, you had communication <laughs> with Vito through Facebook. Is that how it started? He sent me a message. We have a lot of mutual friends because we're like in the same area like that, you know, Philly, New Jersey, New York, all the same wrestling people know each other. So we knew each other through that. And he sent me a message and he says, I don't know what your situation was or is, but you're the most, you're the most beautiful woman that I've ever seen. And I just wanted to tell you that. Have he a told nice me day. That. He told me that back in 1991. I just want you to know, uh, uh, Noel. Uh, so go ahead. So how did you respond to that, Noel? He hustled you too. 
Yeah. Aww, yeah. Well, what I said to him was, you're not looking too bad yourself. Interesting. Interesting. And I hope you have a very nice day. Well, then we started having a conversation. We kind of clicked just like that. I was in cosmetology school at the time. I was still wrestling and Vito was wrestling and he was going to um, Italy and Europe a lot then, like right. constantly back and forth. Right. And we would talk and while he was packing and getting ready on trips, he would talk and he would talk to me on my breaks at school. He went over to Italy and they had an earthquake really really bad earthquake and i didn't hear from him for a couple days and nobody heard from anybody on the tour and nobody knew what happened so i panicked i thought something bad happened to him and when he called me i was like oh my god you're okay you're okay and i was like all excited and then we kind of got stuck he came up and helped me got through uh, get through cosmetology school because i had to do some credits for different things that you do you know skincare and things like that and he came up and helped me get through the end of school now, did he ever send through this Facebook? Did he any? Did he ever send any inappropriate pictures, uh, uh, Miss Noel? No, and in fact, never. never. And in fact, he didn't even know how to send a text message when I first met him. I taught him how to send a text message. He still doesn't know how to use the camera. Unbelievable. The he says, "If I'm going to take a picture, he says take a selfie of me because he doesn't know how to take." Unbelievable! 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 Yeah. So he came, he came back from Florida, and then you hooked up physically. You saw each other physically. Well, he said, "I'd like to take you on a date," and I said, "Well, how are you going to do that? You live in Florida," and he says, "I'm Vito Lagrasso." So the next thing I know, this promoter is calling me, telling me that Vito is coming in for the show that I'm working on and that uh, he wants me to manage Vito. And I'm like, okay. So then Vito calls me and says, I'm going to come up for the week and take you out for a date. Pick me up at the airport. And I picked him up for the airport and he took me to, well, we worked. And then he took me to Adelphia in Deptford, New Jersey, which is a dance place. It's almost like Saturday Night Fever. The whole floor lights up and they have all these oh, wow. different bars and nice. restaurants. It's a really neat place. So he took me there and we danced all night and it was a it was a beautiful love story. Then he took me back there a few years after that and asked me to marry him. Same place. So did Mr. Lagrasso <laughs> cut up the rug that first night? Did he cut up the rug at the place? He cut up the rug so much at the place that I had an asthma attack. Very nice. He danced Bro, all have- night. I had a pop that you put up the gimmick with a mean gene today, right? That was you, right? <laughs> no, I was somebody else. No, somebody else put it somebody up. Else, I, sure. you that. I popped huge, bro. I popped huge when I saw that. That was That's tremendous. Like one of the best things ever. That whole like segment of Vito hanging out with Mean Gene in the club and drinking and picking Classic. up the girls, and then him and Johnny trying to cook in the kitchen and beating each other with pasta and stuff. Like that. That's the best. That That's nice. my favorite go-to thing when people go oh your husband's a wrestler i'm like yeah sit down and watch this <laughs> this is what he does so now vito did you move back to pennsylvania for noel is that why you left florida and went to pennsylvania that is why i'm here that's why i'm doing this because i moved i moved here for her did you move there before you got married or after you got married before before Wow. So you left everything and went and just uprooted everything and went to Pennsylvania. And let me tell you something, Noel. He loved Florida. You know that, right? Oh, I I know. I hear that about was all the he, time. That, he was the Florida king down there, the Florida kingpin down there. And he, he was a big uprooted. deal. He yeah, had two he, houses he, he, he sold down there to come here and live in 
with me. That says a lot about the man. I gotta, I gotta give him that. He's still, he's still full of crap with the teen mom stuff. He's that, full of crap with that. Yeah. I think the judgment here is, is that he knows no one but you at Podcast One, so pretty, he had to go true. through you. So you get. So I think we've now decided that Mr. Russo has given me my job, and that you look cute on Getting Color. That's what we're uh, going to go with. I think now, that's now, no, well, did he, when he, when Vito, when you come to Pennsylvania, do you move in with Noel? Does Noel move in with you? Do you guys get a place together? How'd that go down? Oh my God. We, it was like, I came down and we got a place together. We got back and forth for a while. Yeah. We tried to do that, but with the kids, it, it was too hard to, I couldn't manage I made a it. lot of trips into Pennsylvania. He kept having to come here and, and if I flew there, it was a mess. So, so, so when, you, when you got the place together, your two kids lived with you guys. Mm. I have 50, 50 custody, but my son goes to that school, that yeah. special school for his autism. Yeah. But yeah. And Vito helped raise the kids. Like See, he's that like, says a lot. No, I gotta, give, I gotta give the man credit for that because he, you know, you were young, you are a catch, you are a beauty, the whole nine yards. But when 90% of guys would have heard about the kids and this, that, and the other thing, nobody was running to Pennsylvania real quick. You know what I mean? And you know what? I told him right up front, our first conversation we had, my phone was dead. So I was on my laptop cause I had been at school all day. So I'm like, messaging him on my laptop and um we're talking and we almost like we tried to talk each other out of dating each other like he went oh well i'm older than you i'm 46 and i'm like i don't really care and then i said well i have two kids and my son's autistic and he goes now nah, i work with um autism speaks he's like i'm fine with that we did that back and forth for probably an hour and then we realized we had so much in common. Like he loves Batman. No, he's a kid. I love Batman. We like the same kind of music. We both listen to Sinatra. We both listen to rap. We, you know, like we, we just had, everything was the same. So we just clicked. It was like, it was like falling in love at first talk. Like it was now, crazy. And how old are you at this time? How old are you? 20 something, right? 30, I think. 30. I think I was 30. And Vito's 46 at this time? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Did you guys ever discuss having your own kids? Yeah, we did. Actually, right before I got sick, this this last time we talked about doing. Um, what do you call that, babe? The 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 surrogacy thing because yeah. I can't I can't have kids, and we got pretty far in into that talk because we have a friend that worked at one of those places we even had names picked out and that's when i had the stroke was that week so we were picking out names friday and the next friday i had a stroke so we no, decided can i, can I, can I ask you a question about that if you don't mind no god did that like just come out of nowhere or were there were there symptoms leading up to it or like did that just come out of nowhere yeah you know what it was it was weird i um I was trying to lose weight because I had put on all this weight, but it wasn't like normal. Like Vito went and got my wedding ring resized because it wasn't fitting. And then within two weeks, it wasn't fitting again. And I said, something's not right. And I was going to the doctor and I was getting these injections for my spine. And I have like a old wrestling injury in my shoulder. So he was doing these steroid injections up and down my back. And I pretty much thought that that's maybe what the swelling was coming from. So I went, I went to Disney World with the kids, just flew down and, and came back for a trip. And I was sick the whole time I was there. 
And I FaceTimed my mom and she's like, I didn't even recognize you. She thought I was my sister. My sister's a little heavier than me. She thought I was my sister when she first answered the phone because I was so, I was so swelled up. And um, she's like, do you feel okay? And I said, no, I feel terrible. But, you know, I brought the kids down here. Want to have a good time. So I just kind of toughed it out, you know, and just got through it. And it just was like taking like ibuprofen and stuff like that. Came home and got a terrible case of bronchitis. We both had it, actually. He wouldn't even leave the house for three days. I was so sick. And finally, on Friday, I said, you got to go out. You can't stay here with me all the time. When he went out, that's when I had the stroke. I started coughing really hard, couldn't stop. And then my eyesight was gone completely. I lost Jesus. it. I couldn't see anything. Everything went white. And then it popped back. But after it came back, I've never saw the same again. Like, I remember what I used to see things and they looked like. It's not even close now. It Nothing looks the same. It's all different. So, like, I mean, right then and there, like, you couldn't walk. I mean, I mean, all... I already could, couldn't walk because I had the spinal condition, yeah, which is yeah. probably a contributing factor. Wow. But um, I I couldn't see. And then I had this terrible pain that went from here all the way to the top of my head, like brutal pain, like somebody stabbed you all the way through your head from there to there. And I was like, oh, my God, you ever like turn your head too fast and like pull your like pull your yeah. neck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like, but it went from there all the way to the top of my head and it burned. And I'm like, man, I've never had migraines really before, but maybe this is a migraine. I'm going to lay down. So I put on a movie. I put on that Jackie Kennedy movie that that they made. Uh, actually, terrible, horrible, horrible movie. Yeah, it was bad from what I remember. But um, I can't even look at the ad for that now because it's on HBO because when I see it, I panic. Because yeah. I remember clicking on it and going, I'll put this on and lay down. Maybe I'll take a nap. Now when I see it, I freak out. So I probably went to sleep for about a half hour. And then when I woke up, nothing looked the same in the house. The dog was crying because he knew something was wrong with me. And he was run He actually put himself in his crate, which he never does. He like got scared and ran and hid. And um, I'm like looking around and I don't recognize anything in my own house. I'm looking at the television and that show Home Improvement was on with, um, what's that guy's name? Tim. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Yeah, Tim Allen. But I'm like, did they remake this show? Because that doesn't look like Tim Allen. Like that doesn't, like I'm trying to figure it out. But every time I looked away from the TV and I would look back again, it looked different. So it got to the point where it looked like I was looking at an old Atari game. That's wow. how it looked on the screen. Crazy. And I'm like, I'm like, what is this? But in your head, like when you're having a stroke, you almost feel like you're floating in some kind of weird fantasy world. So you don't panic. You're like real calm. Like it does. You don't freak out. You're just like, wow, that's weird. It's almost like if you were super, super high and you're like trying to figure out what's going on. So the phone rang. So I had my phone and I had the remote control and then like the Apple TV remote over here. And it was Vito. And I had a phone case that had writing on the back and I'm looking at it and I couldn't read the writing and I couldn't figure out how to pick up my phone or which was my phone. Oh, wow. And I'm looking and I clearly remember this. I'm going, that's the remote, right? No. And then I'm looking it up and I'm, I don't remember how to pick up my iPhone. I just see Vito's picture on there. So I'm like hitting it, like trying to, and I, cause it's an iPhone, you know, you have that little button that you hit. Mm. I, my, thank God I hit that button. And I said, hello, hello, are you there? And he was like, 
yeah, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I can't see. I, I can't read. Something's wrong with me. And he goes, oh, my God, I'm coming home. He was doing business. He was an hour, more than an hour away from home. And I was sitting sitting in the house, like having a full on stroke. So he's calling people. He's calling my mom. At the same time, my dad's sick and like my mom's running over the house. Called my neighbor, Angie. And then I start getting kind of fuzzy with things. I didn't recognize my mom when she came in the house. She thought I was having like a really bad migraine. So she tried to hand me like a cup of soda and like there was a handle. And I was reaching for it and I was going right past it because I couldn't see. It was everything was weird. And I said, stop pulling around, mom, I'm sick. And she goes, stop pulling around and grab the cup. Finally, she had to take my mouth, open my mouth and pour the drink in my mouth. And she's like, are you sure you don't want to go to the hospital? And I kept going, no, it'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And it wasn't. And then when my neighbor was over here, I was telling her I was watching 600 pound life. That show I was talking about the other day on the wall, but there was no TV. And I was telling her about it because I was just in my own world. And then he came home, put me in the car. And then that's when things got real bad in the car. And I just, I'd stick my tongue out. Like they'd say, stick your tongue out straight. And how did it go? Yeah, it was goes. What a horrible, horrible, horrible nightmare. It was awful. And then like everybody's around you running around and they pull this big video screen up from this doctor in Philly who's saying all these things. And I, and now I'm starting to not understand what people are really saying to me. Like it, like it's starting to be gibberish. Like I don't understand them. And they said helicopter and, and, the, I, I'm like, I don't want to, I can't go in. A, I don't know. I don't want that. Like I told Bill, I'll never see you again. If I go in a helicopter, I'm, I was dying. I knew I was dying. And I told him if I get in there, I'll never see you again. I'll, mm-hmm. I won't make it. Was I won't make it. Horrible. I, I got in that helicopter and I looked out of the window and I saw stars like, cause I was up above Philly. So I saw the lights and the stars. I thought I was in heaven. I thought they were taking me to heaven because I didn't know where I was. And that's the last thing I remember until they were pulling me out of a CAT scan machine and saying, you can't move. You can't cough. You've had a stroke. And if you move, you're going to die. And they don't know. And they don't like, they don't know what triggered it. No, I had a stroke and an aneurysm in the back of my head where my neck is all at the same time. Jesus. I just coughed so hard. I like blew the back of my head out. And what about this veto taking care of you? This big mama. I know, right? Like <laughs> Look people him, don't man. even Look know. Every day they have no every idea. Every day. Every day. He was at the hospital you know, every day. Do you know what ninety nine point nine nine of professional wrestlers would have done in that case? I already know because DDP told me they would have walked. Oh my God, please. See, Vito, you're a good man, bro. I try. Look, we love him, even though he lies yeah, about the team story. Is a little, you know, you got you're a little cloudy with that. We'll, but mean, we'll give you a pass. We'll it's let good you that have I a got pass. you guys on podcast one. It's good. Oh, us guys now. Well, he's, <laughs> wanted, he's bald like Steve Austin, so maybe you know. I want to know: Has there been any pizza follow up, bro? Because pe- people are, are mesmerized by the pizza story. Have you gone back there to pay your respects? Do you know how many inboxes I've gotten about the pizza? This is getting to be legendary. Oh yeah, bro. Nah, hey, listen, you want to mess with me? You want to talk crap? I'm going to come to your store. But 
Honestly, let, 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 let me honest. ask you a question. Hold on. Let me ask you a question for a second, bro. Because you're, you're, you're like, you're out of your mind. Yeah. When, <laughs> when you're getting in the car and you're going there, answer me honestly. When you're getting in your car now and you're on your way there, what's your intention? Like what's your, what what's going through your mind? What's your what's the perp? What's the end game, bro? Get the end game. Get the pizza. No, wasn't to get oh, the pizza. Just to fucking tell this guy, talk to me like this. I want to see you fucking treat me like you did on the phone. I'm gonna fuck your shit up. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't even like, I was like, don't get arrested. It'll end up in the dirt sheets. Like, I'm not even like, don't get arrested. You'll go to I don't, jail. I don't yeah. treat that's anybody. That's good, for, that's good for a show if he's in the, if he's in the I don't treat anybody <laughs> bad. I don't disrespect nobody. I don't talk to nobody like that. But if you talk to me like that on the phone, it's just like typing on a computer. And if you do it in front of me, then I could retaliate. Now, when I get there, and you talk like the biggest tampon. Wait, wait, wait. No, don't, 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 you're getting ahead of yourself. So you walk in the place. Walk me through. There's customers around? No. There were nobody, 15, the was 12 to 15 guys behind the counter. That's And nobody else in the place? No. And you That's walk in. And they know you're the guy when you walk in. They got to know, right, bro? There was no mistake. I was the guy. All right. So go ahead. So you walk in now. What? Go ahead. So I walk in, the guy's carrying this basket out. I said, are you the manager? He goes, yeah. I said, now I want to see you talk to me like you did on the phone, you fucking jerk off. <laughs> and I continued to call him it. I said, where are you going? I said, now talk to me like so you did. Now he's trying to go back where he's in front of the counter. Now he's trying to go back behind the counter. Now he's going back behind the counter. He needs separation, bro, between you and him. He needs a <laughs> buffer. Yeah. That dude was that dude was worried. I think that dude was worried. All right, so now he's going back there with all his boys. Now there's all the boys behind the counter and just you. Just me. And two cops in the parking lot. Two, and two cop cars in the parking lot. And that didn't and you saw them before you went in and that didn't I stop saw them. Didn't stop me. Nothing okay, so, stops right, so you, 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 you know, you're telling them, okay, I'm here now, bro. Talk to me that way. So then what happens? He starts stuttering. I didn't talk to you like that. I didn't curse at you. He said, ask the girl. Curse. I said, really? I said, ask the girl. She says, I don't want to get involved. I said, everybody knows you're a jerk off in this place because you're an asshole. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Okay. I and heated, but I was mad. And they were waiting, these people were waiting for me to crack them. Bro, how do you get when you're like real when you're I've never seen you like that mad because you you could keep your composure. When you get that mad, like how do I know you're that mad? Do you get red in the face? Like, how do he I know? Sweat. He sweats oh, profusely. Oh my God! Really? It runs down his face. He gets all red. Oh, you know Jesus. when he's getting mad because he gets real quiet, and then he goes like that. Just like oh. that. Yeah, it's terrifying. Like, he doesn't okay. do it at me, but so like does, other people. Does the guy pop back at you verbally? Does he come back now? Quiet as a mouse. Okay, Except so the old this guy. <laughs> So then what? So how do we get the pizza scooper and the and the and the thing involved? So the guy in the back was the old guy and another and old guy. Now in the when back. you say old, what are we talking? Like a 60, 70 year old guy? Sixty, yeah. 60 like a sixty-year-old dude. Okay. He's, got so he's, like, he's, like, he's like the senior guy in the whole place, we gotta assume, right? He's so probably he's the owner the... K Faven because he didn't want to get his ass kicked. He's yeah. like just standing there with his rolling. And this guy, for all for all you know, the guy with the basket, that could even be his son, maybe, no? Could have been, but I really didn't give a shit. I right, so now the old guy comes with the freaking uh what with the roller? Roller. Roll 
All right. So what happened? Pick it up from there. So it comes with the rompers yelling, get out, get out. That says, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then they stop him from walking. Then they're telling him, just stay here. You're going to get your frigging head handed to you. And the guy behind behind the counter, he's got the he's got the pizza, the, the uh the uh, wood pizza pie thing. The thing you put in the... Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, To get the pies out. And he's pizza looking shovel. at me like he's going to hit me. He's sizing you up with that thing. He's sizing me up. He was 5'4". I said, go ahead. But can we be honest that this is not the first time this has occurred with a local pizza place? Remember the missing of the mob wives incident? Right. Because then okay. there was another pizza place who said the same thing to me. In Philly, in, in Pennsylvania. In, in Pennsylvania, here. And this is the guy. But, we ordered from here. this place all the time, and he kept talking to me like I'm some asshole. He said, okay, come on down. I said, okay. Well, he yelled at me first, and you were like, oh, no, motherfucker. Oh, so he, he had, this guy invited you down. Right. And yeah, then. The, all of them do. And then all they of them do because then... they don't think you're going to come. So what happened was. The guy finally showed up an hour and a half later after I had this verbal war with him. I took the pizza from the guy. I said, I ain't paying you. I said, now get the fuck out of here. I went down to the pizza place. Oh, I said, wait, I'm wait, not this, paying wait, you. This is what just happened, right? Or this no, is the, the this one. is a Seven whole day. new all right, pizza. So, all right, so go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so I told him. I said, your owner blames you for all this. He says, no, man. He says, this is not my fault. He says, they wait to load me up with pies, and then I have to deliver them. I know you called an hour and a half ago. I said, it was longer than that right. at that point. It was two and I a said, half I hours. I said, give me the pizza. Hands me the pizza. I said, now go tell your boss I'm not paying you. I said, if the boss wants the money, come to my house. He goes, okay. I said, okay. So I go down there. I said, now, who wants to talk to me like that? And who's going to talk to my wife like that? No, no. I said, I heard you. I said, now I want <laughs> you to talk to me like that before I slap the shit out of you. And all you. I think he, he said something like, bitch, you can wait. What is what, that what he said to me? Said bitch, something. you can wait. I was like, motherfucker, really? So Here's me now. <laughs> that was the second incident. So that was the big, that was the other one. So now when you call up and you speak to people, customer service, you're supposed to be nice. I'm sorry. What could we do? You give them something for nothing. If you say you send a bottle of soda, something, you know, hey, we're backed up. Don't talk to people like you're an idiot because you never know when a guy's going to come down and actually take you up on your offer. Come down to my place. I'm going to come down to your place. But the thing is, is that we know where we should go because our friend has a pizza place. So why we're going to these other places? I don't know. We just go, ah, let's go here. And then every time we go, God damn it, we should have just went to Rockers. No, because the thing is, is, I hate to order out. And she, I say, I'll go get it. And then she says, no, just order. Stay with me. And I said, no, I'd rather go When you're having a romantic evening I, and you have rather, no food other than lettuce in the house. Because bro, I'm a little drugs. disappointed. I got to be honest with you, bro, because I'm a little disappointed <laughs> when the guy's there with the rolling pin and then the other guy's there with the pizza shovel. I'm just a little disappointed, bro. You didn't walk right in the back. Get, they, when your pizza's done, they put it on the top of the oven. I'm just a little disappointed. You didn't walk right in the back. You pick up your pizza and leave, bro. Were you thinking about that? No, I was thinking about it, but there were two cop cars in the parking lot. So, <laughs> well, so you would have threw them a slice on the way out, right? Everybody would have been happy. Hey, guys, I brought you a pie. Meltzer's in the corner with his uh, tablet. Vito goes, here's a slice, Dave. And it's not like the first time. It's not like the first time she ever seen me get mad and actually fight. 
I was just about to say, this isn't the first time that we've left a restaurant without food due to a fight. It was a, a, a time <laughs> when some guy was talking smack about me. And we were this at, is at, a, at a restaurant. At a restaurant in Florida. Right. And a guy, well, you all you overhear a guy talking smack about you. He was doing it previously. He was like some oh, kind of indie crop oh, up, you know what okay. I'm saying? All right, okay. So this is like Pesci walking into the bar when the guy's sitting there that he's got the heat with. Her. Right. All right. Okay. It's a shine so, box scenario. Yeah, shine box. Shine so you box. walk yeah. you see this 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 jewel. Right. I oh. see him. So he says something. He said he said something to me the day before. I see him sitting in the back. So I says, I said, come outside. You outside. So I give my buddy Steve my Rolex. Now you gave him to me. I gave the Rolex to her. My buddy Steve says, Vito gonna get in a fight. I said, Absolutely. Yeah, Here, absolutely. take this Rolex. So he came out with his two <laughs> buddies. So I get into it and he's yelling at me. I freaking headbutted him right in the head. Right in right in his freaking face. Bam. Um, so guys, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. You're going way too fast. We got to remember he doesn't know the. The guy oh. gets in your face and you just boom. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Bam. Vito was sweating quite profusely. So I okay. knew somebody was going down. All right. So now go ahead. Pick up from the headbutt. What did the other guys jump in? They were ready to walk. I said, "Come on, I'm gonna fucking kill you, man." Remember, I was I was standing behind Vito, right? No, no, no. Well, how, how, how do you how do you react in an incident like this? Do you scream at everything, or do you just sit back and, and like you're watching a movie? Hell no, I'm beside my man. If there's gonna be a fight back then, I was right up in it. I saw those two guys coming from behind when Vito had butt that guy, and he was talking to him. And I saw the two guys come up from the table. We had a table full of friends that were like, "Holy shit, Vito just headbutted a dude." So they didn't get up. They were like shocked that he headbutted this guy. So I ran around. And I said, you're going to jump him from behind, dude? Really? And this waitress who had to be 4'11 comes running up and goes, you're going to have to get through me too. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, she's going to get us both killed. Like, just go. go. And then Vito turned around. And the two guys were there. And they're like, whoa. Okay. Whoa. Well, did, did, did you, I mean, when you headbutted the guy, did you bust him open? No, he just stopped. His eyes went. <laughs> and that was it. That was the end of it. That was the end of it. Yeah, except we missed. We we had to go home and missed the fights. So then Vito goes, "Well, we're going to go to the movies instead." And I was like, "Whatever you say, dude." So I got in the car. We go to go to the movies. He gets there. The ticket lady's ready to take the money. He's looking at the thing, and he goes, "He had headbutted the ticket lady." No, there was glass between, so oh, she was okay. safe. But he that. goes. Okay. He looks and he looks like people that don't know what's going on at the McDonald's menu. He's looking, he goes, we can't watch a movie. Let's go home. And I said, okay, whatever you say, dude, I got the car. And Bro, we listen, listen to me. give me whatever rage you were, whatever the circumstances were, give me the absolute worst fight you ever got into. And give me what led to it and give me the whole, I want to hear the whole thing, bro. The absolutely worst one. Gorgeous. Uh, worst fight I got into where I could really got, well, I should have been, there was the, uh, there's two of them. One is at the guard is a place called Coney Island or Howard beach called God Julio's. And, um, what happened was I was asked to go bounce at their Christmas party. But give, give me, give, give me an idea of age and everything. Like how old are you? Very young. 32. 
Okay, go ahead. So you're gonna go. You're gonna go bounce at the Christmas party. All right, go bounce at Christmas. I was about. To, I was two seventy five back then. So like I was a monster. I was a truck. Huge. So I, you know, I'm going outside. They said, Vito, there's a fight outside. You have to go break it up. So Gargiulio is a very famous uh, restaurant in Howard Beach, and right next door there's a, ca a cafe. So at that time, the same time. It was the cafe's fight that spilled over to Gargiulio's. Okay. So Gargiulio's tells me, go break up this fight. So it's a fight between these guys in the cafe. And it was a wise guy who was a maid guy and a bunch of his guys. And he sees me out there. So he comes charging at me to this car. And I shove him off. He comes charging at me again. I pick him up to throw him through the windshield. This is the maid guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know who he is. So I pick him up to go throw him through the windshield and I slam him down. I'm ready to cock him. And my hand, my buddy grabs my fist. He says, No, he's a made guy. So they drag me behind this fence, this six foot fence. And they, or these five guys come up and they say, You think you're tough? Why don't you come out now? I said, I will kill all you motherfuckers. So I went Wait, up now, over is, the, is the made guy with them or five other guys? Yeah, all of them. All okay. five guys. They said, you know, what do you think? You're tough, weren't you? I said, and I went berserk, and I went climbing over the fence. They were ripping my jacket off friggin' just to hold me back, and I was up almost over the fence to fight all these guys. That's how crazy I used to be. So then the next day in Gargino. So how, 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 how does that end without somebody getting hurt? Everybody had just separated it. They paid all me. Right. They told me, Vito, you got to go home. You got to leave. So I said, all right. So next day, there's a sit down in Gargiulio's with the five brothers and the made guy. And they said, you know, um, we want that guy. And they, says, uh, they said, but it's your fault that you did this. He says, you shouldn't have been fighting outside. You're a made guy. He embarrassed me. I want him. So they did some homework of who I was and who I used to run with in Staten Island and I couldn't be touched. So I had protection. My brother called me up and he said, did you get in a fight last night? And he said, yeah. I said, I had this thing out, you know, in the Gargiulio's. He says, yeah. They said, this is big news. He said, the old man went down to 18th Avenue to go talk to people to get you out of trouble. Yeah. I says, why? What happened? He said, they want to kill you. I says, I says, I don't give a shit. I said, I, I didn't do nothing. Again, the guy came at me. I says, and I defended myself. I went through, thrown through the windshield. So long story short, I told the guy that I wasn't, you know, he, he was wrong. I was sent a message never to come to Gargiulio's again. I'm barred from there. Don't ever show up there because I'll be, um, I guess um, spoken to or assassinated, one or the other. And I really didn't give a shit. And uh, you know, and then at that He's not night, afraid of anything. Then at the, at night, who shows up at the gym at eleven o'clock at night is the guy, and he's got some guy with him. So I walk out of the gym, and he says, "Hey, hey, you." And I turn around, and it's the guy. I drop my gym bag, and I'm ready to go. I was like, "Okay, here we go." And he goes, "Wait a second. So I'm not here to fight. I'm just here to tell you that was our fault, but we don't want you ever to come near Gargiulio's or that place again. Don't show your face. And I said, all right. So and now, now we're the end of that. All right. Now now we're, 
What was the other one now? The other one was uh, we're driving in the snow. How old and, are you? Uh, this one? How old are you for this one? I'm in my 20s in this one. Oh, wow. You're younger. Okay. All right. So uh, my brother's driving a car, and this guy, he's, he's shoveling snow, and he throws he throws snow on our car. So my brother jumps out of class. Bro, how old is your brother? Is your brother older than you? No, he's younger. younger. He's the oldest. So my brother is he he like you though, bro? Is he? I mean, is he like you or is he completely opposite? Uh, No, he's the same as me, I guess. So he's he was about 18, 19, and uh, he starts jawing back and forth with this guy. Now this guy was about six six, three hundred pounds. So him and my brother start to get into it. And, you know, then I start to get into it with the guy. I said, listen, you threw snow on the car. So we're just going to leave. We're going to do anything. Need your daughter in the car. Yeah. Too. And my daughter was in the car at the time. So from across the street, this guy's daughter runs at me and slaps me across the face. Right. How, and how it, old? How old is his daughter? Like, a- I don't know. She had to be a teenager or something. So she slaps me. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. right, the guy looked at me. And he takes a swing at me, he tries to pull my sweatshirt over my head. I my sweatshirt comes off right in the middle of the snow. And I freaking crack this guy. Bang, 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 down he goes. And he's out on the snow. He's like this. So UPS trucks stopped the stop the traffic. And people started to come around and they get try to get me to go back in the car because I was going to pick up the shovel and you know finish this guy. So no. They stopped me and they said, "You got, you better leave now." He says, "Yeah." I says, "You, you got to go. You're in trouble." So we get back in the car and then I get a knock at the door, and a buddy of mine says, "Vito," he says, "I think," he says, "I think you're in trouble." I says, "Why?" He says, "The guy you fought was a was a hitman for the mob." He says, "The guy's oh, a big guy." God, bro, what are you crazy, bro? Yeah. He's nuts. So I <laughs> says. Where says, was this? Was Staten, this was Staten Island too. Staten Island, yeah. Oh my! So I says, "You serious?" He says, "Yeah, man." They says, "They mad. They want to know where you are." So at night, I let it simmer down a little bit. I went back to the guy's house by myself. So I knock on the door. He sticks his head out the window. He goes in. They open the door. So I close the door. I said, "Listen, I'm not trying to start no problems with you." I says, but I says, you started with my brother. I was just defending my brother. I says, things got out of hand. I says, your daughter slapped me. I wasn't going to sit there and be slapped. He says, you know, I could shoot you right now. I says, yeah. I says, I know that. And I'm not coming here for trouble. I just came here to squash it and let's be done with it. So he says, you got a lot of balls. He says, it's squash. Forget about it. So I walked out of there and I was like, okay. And then three months later, they found that guy's brother in uh, shot up in a Cadillac, and then six months later, that house was foreclosed on, and he had to move out of Staten Island. Oh my God, bro! I mean, you you're you're in Staten Island. You don't know who you who you're getting it into with. They didn't. They didn't know either. It, Vito's grandfather was like, like the Godfather, like legit, like legit. Like the Godfather, yeah. We'll have to show you pictures sometime. This is like people coming out, bringing him fruit and kissing his rings and shit. Like, bro, have you? I, I don't. I don't like. I've never asked you this before, and I, I don't. I don't know if I should, but I don't think you know. I got you know. 
I mean, bro, like how many times have you been arrested and stuff? None. Just uh, Never. one time. Just a one time when uh, I got arrested for that false uh, – Domestic violence thing that they let me go on because they knew it was bullshit. He's never been charged with anything ever. Yeah, but that's see, people don't understand, bro. That's the way things go down in Staten Island. You guys take care of business, and there's never any law involved, pretty much, right? Take care of business, you, you know. I mean, it wasn't the first time. Another time, there was somebody who was um, who was messing around with uh, my ex fiance at the time, and we had just broken up, and he was trying to data and was ex of hers and i always had a feeling he was always trying to you know backdoor me and i found out that um he took her out her and her sister out to a strip club and uh i go in the bistro and i see him and i find out and i said you, you took out you took out my ex he goes yeah we went here and he was sitting there with his wife but I knew what went down, and I said, "I said, get the fuck up now." I said, "Get outside." And this guy's father was a, a big time wise guy, you know, big time, and uh, it was pretty bad. I gave my buddy my pouch. He says, "Where are you going?" I says, "I got to do this, man." And uh, Tony, my old my old boss, Tony, was there. He says, "Vito, what are you doing?" Because everybody knows I wasn't a fighter. I was very low key. That's I says, like "I it. says, sorry, Tony. I'm taking care of this right now." I get outside and I, I curse at this guy and I told them all, I says, I will fucking, I will throw you through that glass window, throw you in a dumpster and not a person will see you and see nothing. And I will walk away. Vince, this is our friend. <laughs> this is our friend, Vito. And Sarah, this is our friend, Sarah. Sarah, yeah, we call Sarah. him Sarah. He's out knocking, knocking wise guys out in Staten Island. We're breaking his balls about Sarah every day. So they, uh, <laughs> They tried before this guy walked out. They they tried to give him a gun to bite me and you know and defend himself. He says, "You fucking that's it. I ain't taking this. This guy, this guy will kill me." So it wasn't until like a, a, about a month later, I run into him at a pizza shop. So I sit down and talk to him, and we hashed everything out. He goes, "Vito," he says, "You are scary and you're a crazy man." He says, "They tried to give me a gun. This says that that wasn't working." He says, you got a bad rep and you got a, uh, you're a mean son of a bitch. So. Wow. I never know you. Like, I mean, I've seen you headbutt people in the face and whatnot, but like, I never know you as like a mean person. You're not mean to me. No. And then when it, uh, it was another time where, um, <laughs> since we're talking, I mean, you I mean, know, you may as well dig the hole a little deeper. Well, can, with you pizza shovel. Had, can you imagine Noel? I mean, I mean, like if he really did have a temper, like, can you imagine? Yeah, like if he was legitimate. I've seen yeah, him like get he, really, he, really just, mad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right, I've what's... seen like one time. One time he was in our. We had a uh, like a condo apartment. Like it was um, like yeah, like the living room, and then we had like a big dining room, and then there was a kitchen, and we had these big white leather dining room chairs with this glass table. It was it was beautiful. Vito got hot about something. Some Canadian promoter or something was like messing with him or set, didn't send him money or something he was supposed to do. And Vito was like totally cool in the house. He was like watching the Knicks or something. And then this shit comes. And then all of a sudden, some Royal Canadian Mountie calls on the phone. And I pick up the phone and he goes, This is the um, Royal Canadian Mounties. I thought it was so a rib. Was I was going to start singing the song. Yeah. <laughs> and you the thought guy's it was, like, you No, thought I'm it, really a Royal. You thought it was Jacques Rougeau. 
I did. Yeah. And I was going to be like, and I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. This is really a Mountie. But I'm thinking, this guy doesn't have jurisdiction over me. So go fuck yourself. But then he was like, I need to speak to Mr. LaGrasso. And at the time, I wasn't Mrs. LaGrasso. So I just went. So I don't know. He got really, really mad. And then he picked up the white leather chair and he starts going out onto the balcony and i'm like son of a bitch don't throw the chair like that's he wanted to throw the chair off the off the balcony and i said don't do it he goes i'll throw this whole goddamn dining room set right off the balcony and i was like don't do it it was so dramatic <laughs> but like it's funny now he's got another he's got another one he's got another one in him what's yeah, the other he's one he's got another one uh, Bro, you have to go Bro, did you ever go toe to toe with Drita in Staten Island? I like to see you two lock it up. Vince loves that Dorita. Dorita, no, never did. Never. Hey, listen, there are a lot he of new big Ange, though. I know. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah, but like you know, there are a lot of crazy. You know, a lot of guys in Staten Island are nuts. It's just that you know, when it came to fighting and like you know, living in you know, doing the club thing, you know, you lose, you lose your job, and I never lost. Are so, there stories? Are there stories like this in wrestling? Uh, I don't want you yes. to tell any stories now. We got to tell stories on Sunday. Yeah, that's uh, that's a Sunday story. Vince, yeah, yes. Vince. Wait, when, hold on. I, I got. The... I just got to text Jeff back because he's he's uh, he's he's. Uh, oh, go ahead. He's having a conniption over there. Oh no. Yeah, because we're supposed to do the show at nine. But let me just tell him. I'm finishing up with you guys. Hold on. Tell him this is important. This is us. Is Bro, you gotta time? you gotta give us uh, uh wrestling stories on Sunday. That's gotta be the show. There you go. You got your Sunday show. Can we wrestling do that? Stories of Big Vito. I guess. I mean, I just uh, you know, I when it comes to being Big Vito, did you have, and, to, did you have to slap Mean Gene around at any time, bro? I mean, Gene was slapping me. Let's go to the ball. <laughs> Vince, when was the first time that you met Vito? Do you remember? It, it would have to be at Gleason's gym. Right, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm, sure I, I'm sure I went down there, and that's where I saw him for the first time. Yeah, and did did you guys become buddies right you know, away? We're really like best, bro, because you know it's funny. Why out of all the guys at Gleason's gym, there were a lot of guys at Gleason's gym. How did you and I like? Why was it you and I that hooked it up? I don't know. We just started talking one day, and we liked each other, and we just developed friendship. Noel, I wish you could listen. I swear to God, I wish, and, and I, I do have some of them on cassette because I fa I saw them when I was moving. If you would have heard the vicious Vincent's world of wrestling radio show we did, I wanted he, to hear that. He, I, I, I swear to God, you know when you're laughing so hard you can't freaking talk. He yes. got he got me like that so many times, and it was live radio. And he would say something, and like I, I couldn't freaking talk, bro. That was the best time, man. That was absolutely he, the best. Time. He is. People realize like how funny Vito really is. Like everybody's like, "Oh, Vito's scary." Vito says, "I'm like, you don't understand." Like he's the only person I know, like that. Like I'm sick. I'm like dying. I'm like whatever. And he has tears rolling down my face because I'm laughing so hard. Here's this horrible does, situation. And does does Noel know what your favorite word was for the booze, bro? That every time you used to throw it out there, you knew that that would just destroy me, bro. <laughs> every well, time. Does she know? Does she know what it is, bro? Babushka. Babushkas. 
He says some things now, and like he'll like he'll like harp on these little things over and over again. And yeah, like, but Babushkas was my German word. I spoke in German. No, oh, yeah, the, the, German whole, the whole Italian slash uh, German accent. Forget about it, bro. That cracks then, my he, mom up. She thinks that's uh, hysterical. And then She's Jimmy, like German Staten Island. And then Jimmy <laughs> was talking like an imbecile in that high voice. What was wrong with us, bro? Oh my god! I gotta crazy. hear these tapes, guys. I got to in life. Oh, uh, that was fun, bro. That I swear to God, I have just as much fun now as I had back then. The, the entire middle sucked. That's yeah. the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> I think we've all come around full circle to where I life is a so, lot better. Now we're hanging out and we're having a good time. And, you know, thanks to modern technology, we can all talk and joke and people joke with us. And I think it's a good thing. Everything is a lot better. You know why? Because we're not striving for anything ridiculous. We're all just trying to enjoy life. That's it. That's it. I, I mean, and as you get older, you know what's important. That's it. End of story. You know what's important. You know, I did a whole show on that's life on Tuesday, you know, about listen, everybody at their job, everybody, it's all political. I don't care what your job is. I don't care if you're a mailman, a garbage man, a teacher, it's all freaking political. And I, I tried to point out the reason why it's political is one reason and one reason only money. It's all about money because yeah. you want the power because the more power you have, the more money you make. So everything is so political because of the money. But you guys realize it now at our age, you know, not you, Noel. I mean, you're a lot <laughs> younger, but me and Vito, you when you reach our age, you finally realize, and we talked about this a little today, what do I really need to live? You, you know what I mean? Everybody's chasing yeah. all this big money, but when you break it down, what do you really need? Right? No, we, we talked about, we actually, we had like a nice little Valentine's day lunch after um, rehab today. And we were talking about that, like money and like what you need and like, do you need to do this? And like, we could do this and make, and it's the same. Like I always tell them, like, I was like complaining about like the stuff we have in the house and like planning, moving. Everybody knows we've been looking for a house and planning, moving and things like that. And I'm thinking, what are we going to take? And he's like, you always tell me that possessions, you can just get more. Cause I have like that Buddhist mindset where possessions you don't hold on to. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, I just want pictures of my kids. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. So I can have those memories and everything else they can keep. Yeah. Yeah. No. And this is what's important. Simple. You keep so. it simple, man. That's it. That's when it. When you keep it. But I got to hear these vicious. I got, I, got, I, I know I have them because I saw them. I know I have them. I saw a bunch of the, you would die. You would. You got to prepare for like this, this, Russo convention mania that's going to occur because we are coming. Oh yeah, you would die if we if we could bro. If we if we should do that show, bro. We should do the vicious venture oh, show. Oh, that huge. you guys got it. We'll let Noel that. be the Matt Rat. <laughs> oh god, I get to be the Matt Rat. Great, yeah, that's be, perfect. Yeah, that'll be so much fun. Is, is Vicky invited? Is Vicky invited? Oh god. Oh, no, I'm gonna have to no. wear galoshes and oh, like protect the no, hair no. if. Vicky's. Um, Vince told me that story, so it's a good um, story. Yeah. We'll bring it up on the show, but yeah, you're, you're free to bring it up. We're on YouTube. You can say whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, yeah, we. <laughs> yeah. It's a good story. All right, so I gotta go. Gotta I gotta go castrate. I gotta go castrate some more. Freaking Jeff has twenty three castrations tonight, and I'm like, bro, are you freaking nuts? Twenty three clips he's got tonight. 
Why? You know what I noticed? Why are all of our shows expanding in time? Like I know, it used to be, we get shit for an I hour. Know, I know, I know, it's crazy, man. You it's and nuts. me are the worst because we just. Oh, don't we're the stop. worst. We're the worst. I mean, because I, I said Jeff yesterday when I sent Jeff over the show, I said, Jeff, you got to put the Janelle in the middle of the Teen Mom show, and he goes. Janelle was an hour and 13 minutes. I'm like, bro, what do you want me to tell you? All right, it's going to be a two and a half hour show. What do you want? It's going to, it's good. It's good stuff. I mean, yeah. we had to put on for MTV. I mean, we yeah. weren't going to like half ass it for MTV. And we had to do good. Those clips, we got them over to podcast one. Oh, perfect. It took Thank me you. forever to find like just the perfect. And then I sent him, and then Jeff's like, I need longer. And I'm like, shit. So I had yeah. to go back in while he was doing this no DQ thing and go yeah. find him again. I'm yeah. like, these are good. Yeah. He said three, guys. he sent three good ones to them. That's all they need. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's yeah. going to be, that's going to be big. So everybody watching, cause this will be out on Thursday. You got to catch the interview that Vince and I did on spilling the teen mom tea. tea. Um, yeah. Not spilling tea on teen moms. It's not you porn. Terrible. It's YouTube. Terrible. So, um, yeah, he's awful. It's Sarah. What are you going to yes, do? Uh, Sarah. That, that's Sarah. She spills all the tea. Uh, yeah, exactly. always. So that's going to be on podcast one, guys, on Saturday. So you definitely want to catch that. She spills tea like Vince. I mean, Tremendous. Like there's there's no words. Like she just really like lets it out couple there. And it's a couple F-bombs in there. She dropped a couple F-bombs. Oh, a couple F-bombs. You know, the, co the cops, the cops, like mm. this, this is seriously, people got to tune into this thing. Crazy. If you know, if you love Teen Mom, if you love Janelle, if you hate Janelle, if you hate me, because all of a sudden people hate me, I don't know why, but if you do, listen you know, anyway. You, you want to hear something, uh, Noel, that's so shallow, <laughs> that? so shallow especially for a 57 year old man. I hate to say this, Okay, and Vito might agree with me because Vito's my age. I could never hate Janelle. Do you know why? Why? She's hot. Janelle's hot. Uh, See, that, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I can't hate Janelle because Janelle's hot. But Farrer, on the other hand, because she's a horse face, <laughs> I can totally hate. You know what I mean? Is yeah. that Vito, uh, you, know, you, mean, you mean he means Sarah? Sarah we so. have to tell Vito Sarah. Yeah. But you know what? You know what was funny out of the whole thing? Vince, here we go. Washerwoman again. Um, you know, funny out of the whole thing was people were on Twitter and they're on my Twitter trying to argue with me. And you know me, I'm just like, well, whatever, you know. Michael Fair's dad comes on and starts serving people left <laughs> right See? on my yeah. Twitter. I'm like, yes. Michael's the man. I love Michael. I love Michael. These, Michael can come on our show. You know, anytime. these teen mom dads are hitting on Noel. The, te the fathers of the teen moms are hitting on Noel, bro. I let them take their best shot. Let them send the gifts. <laughs> do your routine. I'll fill the walker up with air and the yeah, tide, yeah, and then give you the go. twenty. Yeah, you can I'll, take I'll the yeah. keys and the money. Yeah, I'll whatever. Leave, I'll, I'll even give him a rolling pin. Yeah. Hey, you got to be careful some of those teen mom dad spots tongue twister they might you know cook and have right. rolling pins and pizza shovels what the hell is that thing called pizza shovel what is yeah, that i don't really give a shit i'm gonna start <laughs> selling those on my website i'm gonna sell big Vito pizza shovels with this bro name that's on. a great that's a great t-shirt idea the shovel pizza and the shovel the shovel and the and the and the rolling pin we should start keeping count of how many pizza places you've been banned from in the local area I can't wait till we we finally move and we can start getting banned from all new. But you want to know why? Because the guys who run the pizza place are not Italian. They're not. No. What are they? A Mexican? 
Yeah, they met just some other nationality, not pizza. Bro, you got to get a T-shirt made. Here's what it says. You'd better come fully loaded. And you got the pizza <laughs> shovel and the rolling, rolling pin. That, that'll be huge. Bro, that's a huge T-shirt right there. You better come fully loaded. <laughs> we'll keep a counter on the website, on the bottom of his website, on how many pizza places that he's been banned from. Yes. And every time he gets banned, we'll change the counter up one number. There you go. Very we'll nice. keep a rolling number of how Maybe many. I'll get some more people jobs on podcast yeah. one. Oh, oh, I don't know. God. You're going to have to talk to Mr. Russo yeah. about that because we've already decided that you are guilty that you did not get the job on podcast one that you may have made the connection but at the end of the day my teen mom bestie vince russo has got me the job on podcast one we we have been doing successfully we love you we'll take care of you when yeah. we're super famous. And, and, and what are we gonna <laughs> do hold hold on well what are we gonna do this might be a first too and this this we might have to have a big sit down for this one yeah because uh, spilling the teen mom tea has not out ever to this point outdrawn getting color. I know. What if that show outdrawed? That's why, bro, I'm giving you the opportunity to give me the behind the curtain stories in wrestling of who you had to shut down, bro, who you had to shut up, who you had to scare out of their own skin. I'm giving you the opportunity, bro, because you're going to be competing with Janelle over here. Yeah, I mean, listen, Sarah, it's Lagrasso versus Lagrasso 2018. I called it at the beginning of the year. We had 2017 feuds. Those are gone. This is the new feud. Lagrasso versus Lagrasso. Let's see what you got. Podcast wars. Podcast yeah, bro, wars. I'm coming at you. And bro, I would literally just make shit up so you can you beat her. I mean, whatever, bro. You you know you had you beat up Luger, whatever, whatever you got to do, bro. You you took the air out of Hogan's tires and his you know his wide glide brother, like oh, stuff like that. You God. just gotta have you guys, to. You guys are such wrestling fans. I yeah, mean, very much. All right, no, listen, man, let me go with Jeff Lane before he starts blowing up my phone. All right, Vince, you gotta plug it. anything, Vince. You have to plug oh, yeah, anything. No, just like chicken. you said, I'm just plugging one thing and one thing. Two things I'm going to plug. I'm going to plug this. Spilling the Teen Mom Tea on Saturday. Getting color on Monday on Realm Network. Tuesday on Podcast One. That's it. That's all I'm plugging. All right. All right. All right you Thank guys. you for joining us, Vince. And Thank hopefully you, Vince. we'll have these Anytime. conversations again. Absolutely. I had a blast. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, you. All right guys. We are going to shut this down for tonight. Back to reality. We're now back to reality. So, Vito, plug away, brother. I'm not plugging nothing. Go ahead. Ah, shit. Okay. I'll plug away. Guys, if you want to catch Big Vito online in his online home, you can catch him at bigvito.com. Ironically, has a pizza restaurant theme. Right? Right. Okay, good. You can catch me at Harlow Inc. INK.com where you can catch all of these spilling the teen mom tea. You can see wrestling videos. You can see pictures for our wedding. You can see tons of things, and that's really cool. We are a sponsored couple for collar and elbow. So if you go to collar and elbow, pick up your Big Vito signature t-shirt, use the code Big Vito and get 10% off. We also have four t-shirts available on prowrestlingtees.com slash the Big Vito brand. They have a new design to their store. So go over and check them out. On Twitter, you can get Big Vito at the Big Vito brand. You can get at me, Noel, at spilling, the, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I went off. Um, what am I now? Reality tea spiller? 
reality tea spiller. It's at the tea. Um, and you can catch our interview with Janelle, myself, and Vince Russo on podcast one this Saturday. Please, please, please watch and download so I can beat this guy over here. But he's got getting color on the Realm Network on Monday and on Tuesday on Podcast One. You can catch him there. So thank you, everybody, for watching. We really appreciate it. And we will see you next Thursday on Back to Reality, where we will return to our regular live show. Have a great night. Bye. This podcast is a product of the Big Vito brand. Check out youtube.com slash the Big Vito brand or bigvito.com for more information. Hey, yo.